This is where normal comes to die. Mediocrity meets its final demise, and the status quo is unabashedly dismantled. Welcome to Reinvention Radio. Now, here's your host, Steve Olsher. Alrighty, welcome to another edition here of Reinvention Radio. Steve Olsher hanging out with Richie O'Tay. What's up, my brother? How are you? Doing great. Mary is uh, all good, all good. Mary is out in the world doing her fun stuff. Wade's got under control there in the studio. And uh, here on Reinvention Radio, we do sit down with awesome people from across the globe who are reinventing their lives and doing lots of interesting things. Uh, as a result, and so today's guest is uh, someone that we're very excited to sit down and chat with. And so let's uh, let's actually jump straight into it because we've got an abbreviated version here uh, of Reinvention Radio today. So let's uh, let's jump straight over to to Lori Lyons, who is our guest today. And Lori, let me just uh, let me just come straight out of the gate and ask you. Uh, the most important question here, which is, tell me about uh, tell me about your experience at the uh, the New Media Summit. What was that like for you? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I went in. Tam- I went to Tampa, and and I don't know if you know this, Steve, but the story is, I went down solely to learn a little bit about podcasting for my clients because mm-hmm. I didn't know a whole lot about it. Mm-hmm. And I left, and I actually drove to Tampa because I'm in Atlanta, and I like drive. Hate Atlanta Airport. Yeah. And <laughs> so I was driving back and I was so excited. I, I, I binge listened to podcasts the whole way back. I got so many great ideas, met so many amazing people. It's networking on steroids. Yeah. Love the fact that I knew what every single person in the room did. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. And I was just counting the days until you put up the registration for September. So yeah. Um, yeah. So it was amazing. Awesome. <clears throat> so then September you know, far exceeded my expectations of what February was. So, mm-hmm. you know, you you exceeded expectations and you went above and beyond. So it was great. Awesome. And did you, well, yeah. obviously you got booked here on Reinvention Radio. So I, I was going to say, yeah, right? I'm sitting here. <laughs> right. So you got booked on our show and, yeah. you, got, and yeah. you got booked on other shows as well. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think in Tampa, I left with 13 good solid ones. I had several more that, you know, that probably about 20 something. And I left with, 25 good solid ones and i'm already booked so far on about 10 nice yeah nice well good well we're glad you joined us there and uh, hopefully you'll continue to join us at the new media summit and that's where we found you and so let's uh let's talk then about what you're up to in the world i know you've had a number of iterations in in your life and reinvented (laughs) your life uh at several passes there but uh rather than going into too much backstory why don't why don't you bring us in, up to date on what you're doing now because that's sure. that's really what we want to focus on in our in our time together here sure i my primary business is i have a done for you website design company and i work with small businesses that are that are a little more mature they've been in business for a couple of years and maybe they had a a self um self-designed site or, or, you know, a rent-a-site, and now they're ready for something that's a little a little fuller and a little more representative of their brand and their business. Mm-hmm. And I'm also um, <clears throat> going into the market of, and I'm still dating this a little bit and still working on the messaging, but yeah. it's basically um, 50 and older people who have been downsized or resized or or uh, reduced from their, from their company and 
maybe they're a little can't get hired or they're a yeah. little overqualified for what they're looking for. So they're, they're going to go into their own business. And so I want to help them with their marketing. Yeah. So how, how do you help folks figure out then exactly what it is that they should be doing and, and, and how to position themselves online? Because I know, you know, there's a lot of folks, like you said, who are going into that second half of their career. Maybe they're, uh, well, as you said, maybe they got downsized, they got let go and, and they have all of these talents, but right. they don't really know how to articulate those talents. They don't know how to position themselves online, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you help people kind of cut through that to figure out then exactly what to focus on? And 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 I'm just because getting to, a, as you know, with the New Media Summit, getting to a succinct message is really hard. And right. so especially when you're dealing with folks that have been, well, just doing various things throughout their career. Mm-hmm. It's tough to get to a succinct message. So how, how do you help folks figure out then how to position themselves and what to say, et cetera? I think we start with, with you know, it, it, it'll boil down to what they want to do first. And where they're, like you said, whether their skills, whether their experiences. And sometimes it's things that you don't even think about, or maybe it's volunteer work that could come in and, and play in and add to your experience. So it's not just what they've done in a corporate, or as I heard it called an institutional mm-hmm. <laughs> um, background, it can be any number of things. You know, I was laid off twice from two small businesses. Yeah. So it's not just corporate people that this is happening to, it's happening, you know, all over. So we take a look at what their, you know, inventory, their skill set, inventory, their, their experiences, and also inventory their desires of what they want to do. Because sometimes, you know, we have, um, you know, as we, as we advance in age, you know, there's things that we say, well, when I grow up, I want to do this. Or when, you know, when I have time, I want to do this. And sometimes that can be the start of a really good business. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally get that. And so as far as, and and when we look at all the websites that are out there and all the different Mm -hmm. ways that, you know, you can communicate, if you're building a site for someone today, and I'm sure your approach now is is different than it would have been even just just a year ago. So what, what in your mind has changed and what, what do we need to be looking at as we move farther down the path here and prepare ourselves as best we can for, you know, for, for how the consumer interacts with businesses and individuals and so on online? So what, what are the differences that you're seeing now versus just a, a year ago? And what do you think people need to really just be focusing on uh, as, as they move uh, into shifting their positioning online as well? Problem, solution. What can, what can you do to help me and how are you going to solve my problem? Whereas when websites first started, they were brochures. You know, they were expensive, big, lots of pages, business cards. And we talked about what our businesses did and we talked about who we were and what makes me qualified to, to work with you. And today it's all about problem, solution. Um, what is the problem that your, your ideal client has and how do you solve that problem? Mm-hmm. And how do you solve it in, in a way that maybe has a different experience than the next person who can solve the problem similarly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Richie, I know you do obviously a, a ton of stuff mm-hmm. online and, uh, and and you consult and help your clients and whatnot as far as, especially on the e-commerce side of the equation. So let's, let's dig into that then a little bit um, from an e-commerce perspective and talk, talk about your current thinking around how people need to be positioning themselves and then how that plays into to Lori's expertise as well. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I was I was super excited about talking to you, Laura, on many levels. Yeah. I just wanted to talk to you more even at New Media Summit. So are you coming in February, by the way? I, or March? Yeah, I just, yeah, March. March. Yes, right? in March. Mar- yeah. I just booked it on my calendar, yes. Awesome. 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 So, yeah, it's kind of a catch-22 for me because it's like I feel like you need a website, but there's so many contradictory thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, you have let's just say e-commerce for a second. They might've found your product online and social, someone selling it. Do you drive them right to that product page and teach them more about it? Or do you send them to the homepage and now they get lost in paradox of choice and you know, all these different things. So it, to me, what's interesting is where are people actually finding out about you mm. and how do you tell stories in bite-sized pieces? And I don't necessarily yeah. just mean an elevator pitch. If, if you're at a conference and you're meeting someone for the first time, an elevator pitch is just fine, right? But, but um, to your point of problem-solution, which sometimes leads to another problem and another right. solution, which sometimes right. needs to, you know, it goes on and on. Um, how do you how do you build a website in such a way where it keeps in mind where they're coming from and the message they get when they arrive? Because sometimes where they were prior is more important. It's the most important part of where you decide on how to land them. How they got there. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you keep that in mind or is it kind of like, it will find that out once you get to the website. Yes. More of the find it out no, once yeah. you get to the, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, <laughs> the, I'm the ladder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I, I like, I prefer a little bit of all of it. Um, so I, I was not entirely being tongue in cheek when I said yes, but if someone is coming to you and they found you wherever they find you, wherever that, you know, social media or referral or whatever, and they drive you and you, that drives them to a landing page that I want them to only see about that product because that's what they're interested in. That's what I've got them there. Then we drive them through the purchase cycle. And at the end of the purchase cycle, when they have done everything that we want them to do and they've hit, now we're thanking them or congratulating them on their purchase. Then I want them to go back in and and see the site. Then I want to take them to a link or open up the full site so they can see who I am and possibly a little bit more about what I have to offer besides just that one thing. Because very few of us have just one thing to offer. Mm -hmm. So I want them to be able to see that, but I don't want to take their attention away from what came in, what got them there in the first place, because I think that's very important. And, you know, all the tracking and the numbers, of course, and everything else that tells us where we want to go. Um, I'd also like to address a little bit about what you said about sound bites, because we're so used to the sound bites today that it's hard to tell a story unless you're really succinct and can really do it in 90 seconds or two minutes. <clears throat> but so you, you know, you use that, that social media for the soundbite and then you direct them back to your website so that you can tell them the full story. Cause you control that. Yeah. Uh, you know, whatever the story is that you put on that website is what you control. Nobody can take that away from you. Mm-hmm. And so, so to that end, I, I mean, so many websites seem to do way too many things. Yeah. Right. Especially when you have a, a personal site. I mean, like we've got, 
Jeez, I mean, you know, I mean, the the what is your what? We've got the ultimate directory of podcasters, yeah. Yeah, right? The, we, we've got the reinvention radio and beyond eight figures and and me and I mean like New Media Summit, New Media Summit. Now we're launching Podcast Magazine and like yeah. I mean so. Yeah, I just look at what we have and I don't feel like we've captured like the process just seems off in terms of like because people when they have too many options they don't do anything yeah right yeah. so so what do you do I, I mean like you said most people have multiple offers is that part of the problem should we just have less offers or do we still have a general catch-all website that has all of those things and i guess i'm confused in terms of like what do you do when you have so much i mean should it should it just be a hey here's who i am like steveolsher.com as an example should just be like hey here's who i am kind of thing or should or should there be all of that stuff on there like i i just don't i just don't know it's, it's the bazillion dollar question. When somebody figures that out, they'll make a bazillion. Yeah, right. But I was listening to, um, I think I was listening to Entrepreneurs on Fire this morning on my way to my my hour and 40 minutes in traffic. So I, I relate to, to what you guys just did. Um, yeah. And they were talking about too many choices. And I don't remember who I was listening to because it kind of rolled over. Um, and they were saying that, you know, if you only have two choices to offer somebody, if to your point, Steve, that if you're in overwhelm and confusion, you're not going to do anything. Yeah. So if you go and you present everything to them, what are they going to do? They're going to walk away. So I think it's a fine line that we walk as entrepreneurs, especially as we look at, you know, multiple sources of income and, and all the things that we do nowadays to, you know, to build our businesses. Um, I think to me, I would look at what my core is. You know, for, for me, the core of my company is website design. And that's not something that I do as a package. That's not something that I, you know, I have a signature system around. I do have a marketing program that is a, that is a package and is a program. Mm -hmm. And those are really the only two things that I do. And even with those two things, I struggle with how to present it. Do I, do I lead with website design or do I lead with marketing? So, you know, to have, t you know, five to 10 to 20 different businesses, um, to me, you're doing it right because you can pull out of your back pocket what you need at the time. Mm -hmm. And it, and it has very specific and it's, you know, your if your audience wants to see Steve Olsher, they see Steve Olsher. If they want to see new media summit, they see new media summit. If they want to see podcast magazine or reinvention radio, then they can go to that door on, on you know, and, and enter that area of your life and your business. But do you, do you have, or do you recommend doing full-on separate websites for each of those things? Or do you just have those as pages on one main site? And, yeah. and again, like, and I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of best practices today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. My preferred way of doing it, and you can ask 10 different people and you'll get 10 different answers because it's technology and, and their preferences and stuff. I like to do it where each one is a different site. And not for altruistic reasons that, you know, I can build 10 different sites, but I think it gives you a way and gives you a lot of information that you can put on an individual site and you can pull it out and you can say, go to reinvention radio and learn about reinvention radio or listen to the podcast or what, or, you know, learn about the hosts. Mm -hmm. and, but 
at the same time, you can also put it as a door on your on your personal website because this is a part of who you are and what your overall business is. So if you've got little avenues or doors that people can learn about you if they want to, you know, that's my preferred way of doing it. You can still have them on tabs if you want. You can still have them, you know, as, as directions from there. So they could be standalone or part of the big package. Mm-hmm. So from from a commerce perspective, yeah. right? I mean, just going back to that, my my thinking, and at least even from a website perspective, right, is that the, the website should do one of two things. It should either capture leads mm-hmm. or it should sell products, right? Like, I mean, it's really the only, what there's only two things that a website should do. So, so to that end, I mean, would you be better served just having Mm, like one clear that that's again where it just really gets fuzzy mm-hmm. for me like one clear right. call to action like either um enter your name and email here for this or yes. or buy that like that's uh, again just i i guess i'm i'm still really confused about what we should be doing here mm-hmm. today yeah and uh, you have to look individually at the different business model. Your business model is very different from a small business model. Now, granted, they still want to make sales and get leads, but as a small business owner, they also need to validate themselves. And that's still where a lot of, um, you know, if somebody's looking to do business with you, they're still going to go look at your website and validate your your authenticity or your validate who you are mm-hmm. and what you have to offer. So you, you know, you're, for you personally, your business may be beyond that because a lot of people know who you are, but for the small everyday um, business owner that wants to get bigger, there's still that third piece that they need to put in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you, you know, you've got a lead, you've got a lead generation machine. You yeah. know, there's, there's very little that you do that doesn't. And you've also got a very good selling machine. So you know, for you, I think you're doing it right. I don't see any, for me, I don't see any reason to change what you're doing because it's working. Yeah. Um, One of the reasons too, Steve, that I agree with her on that, at least for now, is mm -hmm. these, these are new things that you are trying each time a new site comes out, Mm -hmm. right? You've been established, you've done business, you started pretty much Steve Olsher. And then as you started to do the other things, it's just like regular real estate. It's just virtual real estate. So you're mm-hmm. going out and here's another piece of property. And if if it works or if it doesn't work or if you decide to shut it down, like it doesn't affect that yeah. the main site the same. Yeah. Plus you can still link back to all those other things and then you're getting backlinks and all kinds of things and building authority all across the board. Yeah. But to Lori's point, that's not necessarily the way someone who's just starting online should start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so let, let's take a, a couple of steps backwards here because I just want to try to understand how you, how you came to this particular line of work then, because you've been doing a number of things over the, over the course sure. of your career. Uh, so take, take us back um, you know, as far as you want to take us back here, but just give us an <laughs> understanding of, you know, what what led you to this point of being you know fired up to to do the the, sure. the work that you're doing here in the space I was born in Dayton Ohio yeah right <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. um actually I started out as a teacher and that kind of still 
you know, I, I see a lot of that still lingering today in the, in the early eighties, I was a teacher and life changed and got divorced. And, and I laughingly said, I, I could not afford to date and buy the clothes on a teacher's salary. Mm -hmm. So I, I left and uh, went into a corporate world, but my background in teaching, I was a home ec teacher in the early eighties when we got design and we got, there's a lot of things we got. So I started kind of with that, went to work for a, a large company and got some more design, got some more graphics background, went to work for a small company, got fired, mm -hmm. went to work for a small company. And then, um, oh, it, it, and let me rephrase that. He came in in the mid eighties and fired all the women. So, yeah. <laughs> so I will, I will make that point. Um, so I just, you know, my, my path grew in the design and, and marketing field. And in the mid nineties, I, quit my small business that I was working with and started my own because I discovered that I was paying him 50% of my receivables to only handle the receivables. And um, then it was, you know, entrepreneur wasn't a buzzword. You know, I worked from home, which was weird because not a lot of people did. And, um, but I brought 90, 99.9% .9 of my clients with me and within six months. So, you know, was, was making over six figures mm. when six figures was six figures. Yeah, that was selling marketing packaging. And then this little thing called the Internet came along and people didn't weren't buying customized binders with their company name on it. So in 2006, I thought, you know, either I got to do something different or I got to figure out a way, a way to make this work. And I was just kind of tired of it by then. Yeah. So I um, I decided to go work for somebody else. I didn't want to pay taxes as an you know, as a business owner, I just wanted to go relax and enjoy and started selling print and print became a commodity in 2010. So here I was at Crossroads again. And then um, I was connected with a gentleman who was in the internet digital marketing space, knew nothing, was totally not a technical person. But I went online and discovered that YouTube, you can learn pretty much anything. You can be an expert if it's on YouTube. So that's kind of where I got started. I, I, um, I started soaking in everything I could, um, was laid off in 2013 because I wasn't technical. Had a friend say, hey, you want to build a website? And I said, sure, why not? I've never done it before, but hey, it's on YouTube. I can learn how to do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> WordPress for dummies. <laughs> and um, so that I did. And he paid me and I still, he's still a client to this day. And, you know, that's kind of where it got started. I just discovered that I was very good at it. And yeah. I enjoyed it. It's kind of like everything came together and coalesced together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally, totally get that. And and so for, I mean, at, at this point, you've obviously had a number of iterations in your career, mm -hmm. you're, you're mm -hmm. focused here. I mean, what, what is you look at the, the future for you? I mean, what, and, and we're talking about you know, your, your path and so on and so forth and helping yeah. others figure out theirs. I mean, what, what would you suggest other people do then as they're looking at, at sort of their, their third and fourth and fifth career or wherever they might be, uh, as far as that path is concerned, what, what would you suggest they do to really figure out what, what they should be doing next? Um, what I did was I looked at what I did best. I looked at what I enjoyed. I looked at what I was good at and said, if I'm going to start this over again at you know 58, let me figure out what I'm, you know, let me do something that's going to make me happy. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. And, 
this is a, you know, it, it's an exciting time because so many things are changing, you know, discovering podcasts is like, you know, I'm like a kid in a candy store. This yeah. is so awesome because there's so much out there that you can learn and you can do and, and, you know, have such fun with the content. So um, for me, I see myself, you know, I, I laughingly said, when I grow up, I want to have a podcast and I still want to do that. I've started, you know, jotting down some content and, you know, started thinking about what, what I could do with that. But um, I think for for anybody who's in who's in my age and my space and is looking to do something as a side hustle or whatever it is, just look at what you enjoy and don't let perfection stop you. Because when I first started my Ignite Marketing things, it was 2010 or two, I had gone through 2010. Things were not great. And I hardly had any money to even pay for my first hosting. You know, I just, <laughs> but I, it was like, either I do this or it ain't going to happen. So I, if I'd waited till everything was perfect, it w- I wouldn't be here sitting talking to you today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, man, it, ain't that the truth? Version, <laughs> version one is, uh, is always better than yeah. version none. Right. I mean, yeah. and, and just going back to the, the new media summit, you know, when we look, Richie, when we look back at what September of 2017 mm-hmm. was, at that first event where, I mean, same general format where we brought in 40 top podcasters and we gave 150 attendees the opportunity to meet them and pitch them on who they are and what they do and, and literally get booked on the spot. We, we set it up as kind of this speed dating thing, right? So there was a single room with individual tables where the podcasters were and everybody had two minutes to go and uh, go from table to table to table. And it was you know, a loud, crazy, unbelievable scene. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you left out exhausting and exhausting <laughs> and hot. And yeah, I mean, the whole night. So there was actually 6,000 pitches that took place on that one day. So pretty nuts. And but had we not done that first one, it wouldn't have evolved to giving people the opportunity to actually take the microphone and get two minutes and have one pitch yeah. versus doing the same pitch 40 times. And then after we did a few of those, we then realized, you know what, let's put more energy in the room. Let's get people up on stage. Let's give them the best footage we possibly can. And so at the last event, rather than just kind of putting them in the middle on the dance floor with the microphone and in the middle of everybody, we brought everybody up on stage one by one with walk on music and everybody making a lot of noise for them and you know, again, just giving them really great footage and giving them an opportunity to, to literally take center stage. So any, the point only being, as I look back at the first New Media Summit, it's it's a little embarrassing. And, you know, and, and given the quality of some of the podcasters that we had there, you know, it's like one of those things where you go, eh, maybe that wasn't the best representation of, uh, of who I am or what the event could be, et cetera. Uh, but we wouldn't be where we are now. Obviously, unless uh, we had done that first that first event, so sure. uh, definitely looking forward to to having you back at the new media summit. I know you've uh, already laid claim to one of those 150 seats, so that's <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so that's awesome, and we'll look forward yeah. to having you there at in uh, March, so March 9th through the 11th in yes. San Diego, uh, yes. and then September we're going to do it again. But March and September of 2020, oh. we're going to do the new media summit. Uh, I think you also had something that you wanted to put forth as a, as an opportunity for our audience to potentially work with you a little bit of a sure. freebie, et cetera. So why don't you why don't you just share what uh, what that gift is for them? Sure, um, it is a it is a worksheet called Three Simple Shifts for Momentum in Your Business, 
And it really takes a look at, at um, diving deeper into some of the surface of what, what we do as business owners. So I'd love to offer that to the listeners. Mm-hmm. It is ignitingyourbusiness.com forward slash success ignitingyourbusiness.com forward slash success. Mm-hmm. Three simple shifts for momentum in your business. Awesome. So in the last 30 seconds here, Lori, any, uh, any last words of advice for our, uh, our loving audience? Oh, if you're not, well, if you're listening, you're already into podcasts, but if you, if you haven't, you know, minus one seat, you can come in March mm-hmm. to uh, make plans to be here in March because it's amazing. But also just, you know, look at different ways and different fresh eyes to look at your business. Cause we can, even though we've been in business for a long time, we can always learn, we can always grow. We can, you know, we can always freshen up and have that 2.0 version of, of our businesses and ourselves. Yeah. All right, Lori, appreciate you joining us here on Reinvention Radio. We'll let you jump and uh, wade. We can take down uh, Lori, and Lori will just do a quick wave goodbye here. And uh, Richie, you know, man, it's still the uh, still the question, and we only got a few seconds here, but it's still the question of the day, you know, which is if we're, we're talking sites and commerce and, and the whole nine, uh, I still feel like there's a, an opportunity to, to do something just a, a wee bit different with what we're doing there, and maybe we'll uh, we'll brainstorm a little bit more on that and go from there so we will leave it at that and for mary goulet who will be back next week and richie ote hanging out here with us on reinvention radio appreciate you guys and we will talk to you very very soon all right everybody take care you just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit reinventionradio.com. Attention, coaches, authors, speakers, and business owners. Please pay close attention to what I'm about to say if you want to secure massive visibility fast and generate thousands of highly qualified leads without spending a dime on advertising or marketing. The easiest way to make this happen is to appear as a guest on the world's most popular podcast. We recently came across an awesome resource that provides detailed contact information for 240 new media influencers who are looking for guests just like you. It's called the Ultimate Directory, and for a limited time, you can get the preview edition of the directory absolutely free. That's right, for free. It's time for you to get the visibility you and your business deserve and connect with the world's leading icons of influence who can make you famous with the push of a button. Get your free preview edition of the Ultimate Directory right now at www.myultimatedirectory.com. That's myultimatedirectory.com. You were born to do one amazing thing, but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's the reinventionworkshop.com.